Okay, one breath together. Okay. And let it out. <sighs> Fuck it all. Fuck it all. Fuck it all. Fuck it all. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that. We should be like, let's do this meditation together, go to Yes. <laughs> everything happy pride happy pride happy very belated APH <laughs> we didn't do shit for May I laid on the couch and didn't move like 100% all of May but I love everyone that's done all the things but yes we've missed you you guys must have been wondering where the hell we've been we literally just apparated somewhere else you know what I mean yeah disapparated and apparated but I'm just so happy to be back in the same room with my best friend Prisca yes yes so sorely needed it took a while for us to get to recording because my head was just deeply buried in her bosom just <laughs> fully buried in her bosom and like tears, joy, all of it together. You know what I mean? She's got mascara in her clavage. <laughs> Let me tell you. I love you so much. Like, honestly, it just brings me so much joy to be back here. I've been yes. in the Arctic for a few months. Okay, can you, know? you tell the goatees, like, what happened? Where you, where have you been? Because we were like, we're going to take a little, little mid-season breaky break. And then it was like three months. So. <laughs> Can you just tell the goatees where what happened? Uh, yeah, I, I, it's so interesting. I feel like we time everything so accordingly, just by intuition. Whenever we go on our mid-season yes, break, you uh-huh. know, like I think our last episode came out maybe late March, March, and then literally I was on a plane to Newfoundland the week like, after. Three days after we recorded. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and we were, like, talking about hanging out. We were talking about yeah. this, talking about that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Saturday morning, it was, like, a text to me and our other uh, friend, Leah. Shout out, Leah. Yeah. It was, like, who can take my dog for two and a half months? <laughs> and we were, like, what What the fuck? What the fuck? I was, so- like, can I drop off Yaya to you, like, tomorrow? <laughs> yes. And so, okay, you got greenlit on something, and then yeah. you had to start pre-pro immediately or what was that what was it like it's just so insane it was it was sort of I mean for those of you who are familiar doing these types of jobs you know as an actor or as a director or what have you but it's like um you get the green light to go somewhere and suddenly the movie is in pre-production yeah then you have to like fly to that place and prep there for how many weeks how many months and then you shoot the movie there like literally you have to pack a suitcase up and go oh my god yeah it's it's been wild so then like I just came back maybe two weeks ago (laughs) Yo, I literally felt like you were my husband and you left to go to the grocery store for cigarettes and you just never came home. That's what it felt like. But um, so it was a simple, easy, easy, simple, easy, breezy shoot. I'm laughing in spiraling (laughs) mental illness. I mean, let's be real, y'all. Your voice just went up 17 octaves. Let's be real. Let's be real. This past Mercury retrograde was not fun for anybody. It was not. Communication delays. Everything was just like insane. You know, this is probably the hardest 
movie I've ever done. Can you just tell the goatees about your weather issues? Just what? Where? Where did you go? Where were you? Set it up because I didn't know until I was like, you know, you were like three hours ahead, and she was like, no, we were what four and a half hours. Four ahead? and a half. It's the only time zone with a point five difference. It was way further <laughs> yeah. than I thought. Like on a yeah. map, I thought it was just like north of New York. No, yeah. it is like <laughs> way far east. So where were you? Okay, raise your hand if anybody knows where New Finland is because I got to be honest before Put they your told hands me. down you did not fucking know that Put your hand I down no Cheryl <laughs> I had no fucking clue I just knew about the dogs yeah. I know about Newfies Yeah yeah oh yeah Newfies oh, yeah. they're so cute by the way but um basically this um this province in Canada is yeah. the most northeastern point in the Atlantic oh of all God. of North America. So literally on the other side of the Labrador Sea is Greenland. Oh, my, like so, right there, just right hanging there. out. So oh you my get gosh. like icebergs coming down, Shut. you know. It was one of those iconic icebergs that sunk the Titanic. Shut. Which was Ooh, just very short. Oh, so you met a celeb. <laughs> Does Bowen? Does Bowen know about this? Bowen Yang? I know. But yeah, anyways, that that is uh, basically where I've been the past two and a half months, two months. In St. John's. St. John's. And that is like, okay, Uh St. John's is like the most populous city in Newfoundland. Okay. The population. Okay, brag. But it's about the amount of people in LAX. Like that is. In LAX. Yeah. Like Like in the building. Yeah. (laughs) Stop it. Like literally, I love. Okay, I got to say, first of all, if you ever want to travel to newfoundland yeah. you should go because it is one of the most beautiful places like yeah. in the world Ugh. like um right now i think a, it, they're building a film community up there because cool. the tax rebate is really high it's really good you know uh, severance was shooting there at that time as Ooh. well yeah so ben stiller was there and then um i didn't get a chance to explore as much as the province as i would like yeah. like um because i just immediately started working just hit the crazy. ground running yeah but people in newfoundland are so oh. kind so nice like I am genuinely touched by yeah. how loving and trusting and just generous they are. That's amazing. Yeah. Because like not every small town, you know what I mean, is so nice and generous. Yeah. Maybe and, every Canadian small town, but definitely <laughs> not every American one. Yeah. It, it was a, literally like a like a bucket of cold water in, yeah. in the most amazing way possible. Right. And, um, you know, most of those people there are fishermen. Okay. You know, so mm-hmm. ate a lot of seafood, a lot of cod, beautiful oysters. Like it was all like Ooh. all of that was really great. Yeah. But then the shoot itself, because of where we are in the North Atlantic Ocean, yeah. they say you experience four seasons in one day. What? In Newfoundland. So it could be snowing for about 10 minutes. Oh, my then God. Then the sun is out for like a brief respite. Wow. And then you have crazy winds. Oh, my God. Then you God. have hail. Then you have rain. And literally, like, the weather is such this intangible like it's another character you cannot rely on mother nature to be consistent in any form so it was bizarre like our actors couldn't get in for two days because of this massive storm that came in so they keep getting rerouted back to like toronto or halifax back to toronto it was crazy okay can i ask you is there like crazy folklore in that region because i feel like if you're one of these like seaside towns that have Mm -hmm. so much like weather battering your kind of yeah. like shores at all times like i would guess that they have like pixar level like folklore you know oh, absolutely of like sea creatures and shit unfortunately unfortunately i didn't get too much time to dive into okay, that with sure. the locals but for sure for sure like we shot at this I, and hopefully i'm not you know divulging too much before i'm ready but like uh that we shot at this historical site called fairyland Ooh. which is this historical lighthouse and um it's a hundred percent haunted and what? like the lighthouse keeper who's 
his accent, new Newfie accent is so oh my thick. God. Like, very, Wait, what's a Newfie accent? <laughs> it's like very Irish because <gasps> there's a lot, a huge Irish population there. Um, you know, I love the Irish. I know. And it's like, so I could feel myself. Oh like, my God. My R's were trying, like, they, they were, ah! it was almost transforming. Like, really? Yeah, like, all of us, I'm like talking as if I'm like from there. Are but, we like, serious? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you go to the car? <laughs> yeah. That's really good. That's really good. Um, but yeah, it was it was so I, I, I you know, I talked to Prisca about this, y'all. Like I didn't even get a chance to talk to anyone I loved during this shoot. No. Like I talked to John maybe five minutes a week. We didn't talk at all. Like we sent sporadic texts to each other and I was actually like I was feeling like, Oh well, Roxy's just living in this place with a beautiful ocean view and she's seemingly having a great time with all her people on set. Yeah. But then you come home and you tell me you almost died falling yeah. off a boat. Yeah. Can like, you tell we like goatees about that? Oh my god, the winds were like 60 to 80 miles per hour and at that point like you got to shut down your show so like we've been shut down so many times because of this wind but like the house would shake like you could feel the walls moving and the whole foundation moving (gasps) like that's how intense it was we were dealing with like zero degree weather oh my god yeah like with your la little like hoodie i was like like wait can i wear my rainbows like literally i was i i'm a stew stew when it comes to this stuff like i had no okay it's like i should have done more research like i had no idea how cold it was gonna be and how many like layers you might need and even with all of those layers it was freezing still because not only are you dealing with the cold of being in that climate yeah but like we were literally on the coast so all that rain that seawater was just pounding into us like even when you're just standing outside because of this current so like um it feels like needles on your (gasps) face and like i'll give you an example like for example my incredible director of photography Daphne, who i love like she's a soldier she goes out and then you know production gave us these little um hand warmers heat warmers you know the ones that you shake up yeah so she puts them in her bra Uh right and then she's like, oh, yeah, I feel like it's warm. <laughs> and then, like, later we go back home and yeah. she takes off her clothes and she realizes that she burned herself. Oh, my God. We could not distinct the difference between extreme cold or extreme Because it's hitting heat. your brain yeah. the same. Oh, yeah. my God. And, like, every day we took ATVs to set. We were completely <gasps> ATVs? in ATVs. We had to ride. Like, we were in terrain and peninsulas and it was like extremely dangerous so like we had to take atvs to set every oh day oh my god <laughs> and then like it just felt so unreal like the whole experience felt unreal and we basically had to do like i, I was clocking my fitness up i was doing 30 flights every single day jesus fucking simply christ because of the terrain well y'all let's clap it up for miss roxy over Thank here you. like and the whole cast and crew of this entire bitch like they fucking stuck their necks out their fucking tits out their yeah. fucking kneecaps yeah, out like you. all of it Merci beaucoup. and Merci like beaucoup. you know i i'm just so glad you're alive because the fact that you almost got like maybe washed overboard probably not but like it felt like you might get washed overboard oh like scares the fucking like we were fucking me. sailing out on the north atlantic ocean in choppy water we were, no. we were shooting sailing stuff and i was going to projectile vomit over did you throw up (laughs) no i didn't but i was about to and i got so sick i got so sick within 10 minutes and like um, literally like the zodiac was going up and down in such crazy ways and apparently that's like mild compared to the locals there that's mild mild. no but like for me a little city girl from los angeles i was like i can't do it sorry i get like nauseous when my lift driver's a little too like aggressive you know (laughs) so i'm pretty sure i wouldn't have survived and then and then how like for like a dp or like a camera 
camera person, how are you supposed to look through like a viewfinder or on a monitor you like know, without Daphne throwing is up? Crazy. Daphne, Shout out to Daphne, Daphne Wu. Yeah, yeah, she is amazing. Daphne like, Wu Wu. She's able to somehow like while I'm like crying in the corner and like succumbing <laughs> to my wounds in terms of like the cold. Scurvy. Like, I know. Like she's able to just be like, okay, well this is next. This is next. And like she's wow. amazing. Like oh women are amazing. Women are amazing. Yeah. And then like um and then she was having a blast yes. on the boat and I was about to die yeah. so I, yeah she was having a blast she was having a good time oh my god she's it's like pirates of the caribbean you know there's like, some people and then there's yeah. us and then know? there's us yeah <laughs> no like according to like natural selection we shouldn't i shouldn't be here you know and what you, i mean you know like as we get older what is that that liquid in your ear yes like yeah it yeah, gets, yeah, yeah, gets yeah. worse it kind of gets thicker yeah 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 your inner ear liquid and then so like I, I just can't even walk properly anymore because now i just get vertigo <laughs> you know just for fucking walking just like, yeah i drove myself up to big bear this weekend and yeah. i got vertigo from my driving <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know what i, I understand yeah you. i, I never you. thought that was possible prisca yeah i see you. i see you <laughs> i hold you i hold you i hold you but anyways um short story long I, i'm just glad to be back yeah. and um it felt so surreal because when you're in that environment yeah you can it's like being in the bermuda triangle you just don't recall your life no. previously who was in your life i'm just like it gets hope, sealed off yeah just like hope all my friends and family are okay and everyone was so loving and understanding that i just simply wasn't present like well and it's like for, you have so much going on you can't download anyone so then once you don't then you can't you know what i mean <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like too much but then we had this discussion yeah. of um saint john's being a little bit like ashland oregon like yes. in that it was just small town cut off from a lot of things and you're just with drinking with the same people belly up to the bar every night oh my god yes it's because <laughs> it's such a small like literally like everybody in the town was working on the movie and everybody in the town is in the yes. town so then they go all out on the weekend and that's then it you don't have anything to do so you go to the weekend go out and then you like you see your crew members out on the weekend and then you drink together and then that's it it's like a truman show like you know very complete like completely enclosed environment it's like i honestly Same never characters. understood that yeah when you shared about like your experience in ashland yeah and i only just got a taste of it because right. i was there for two months before you were in ashland for like a significant ten, ten and a half months or whatever yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it, once you're in it, you're in it. You know what I mean? It's like a merry-go-round. Like, it's like a loop of a day, almost. Even though you're doing technically different things, but it's like the same cast of characters, the same set location. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just gets so, like, repetitive that once you're used to it, it kind of doesn't matter if it's two months or three years. Like, you just get stuck in that same... I don't know. You get desensitized to time moving because so many other things are the same. Totally. But I think that's what makes the moment coming home so significant uh, wow and what was that like take us to ding your elevator opens you turn you open your door to walk us through those feelings i think like daphne and i had we went through a lot together on this last shoot because anything that could have happened happened i'll yeah. just leave it at that murphy's law yeah exactly and then um so we were completely just shocked shooketh by the fact that we were home like <sighs> we couldn't believe we were home yeah like i'll be real the smell of the pollution mm -hmm. you know the crazy people oh shit just the, the the sirens i missed all of it oh like, yeah i was just like noise give me, give me this get the, the the doggy poop on the streets yes you know give it the food like give it give it all to give me. it all to me like let me i'm gonna eat los angeles yeah yeah like, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I want. the like, way the weather is a character over there the pollution and the noise and the <sighs> everything of the city is a character here i love it yes and i love it and like it lulls you to sleep it's like 
it, I slept so fucking hard when I came. I slept like fucking 48 hours. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I just felt comforted and like the energy of LA was like saving me and reviving me. Like, yes. that's how I know I'm meant to be here, you know? Like, yeah. 100%. I feel held despite all the nutso shit. And it's easy to hate on LA when we've been here too long and take yeah. a lot of things for granted and get annoyed by things. But when you leave, I don't think I had it because, you know, born and raised out here, I didn't have a deep appreciati- appreciation for LA until I left LA. And then I was like, oh, I see all the things that make it what she is, you know? Speaking of mm-hmm. your homecoming to LA after yes. those 10 months, uh-huh. what was that like for you? Well, it was uh, so it was very brief because we went immediately down to La Jolla mm. and then from there we m- went to New York. Oh, so our actually <laughs> I know. But so our homecoming was COVID. Right. Which was that's like the real homecoming. because yeah. It's like I'm coming back for a significant amount of time. Yeah. But I will say this when we drove kind of over the hill, you know, off the five, like coming in and you're yeah. starting to see the twinkly lights of like Burbank and whatnot. I, I started just like tears were just, I wasn't crying. It wasn't like, <laughs> but it was just tears just kept falling down my face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just like, Oh, unbridled joy mixed with just like this nostalgic missing. Um, and then we went to uh, BCD and had like Ugh. a 3 a.m. Kangjang Kejang oh with like Sunubu meal. And I was like, Come we're on. mother, we're home, motherfuckers, you know? So nothing, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. Also, their marinated crab is really Mwah. fucking good Mwah. if you so never good. get their raw marinated crab get it yeah it's like a, it's i feel like it's one of those like sleeper hits it is you know because you're like oh yeah i'm just here for the sundabu and the kaibi you yeah know? like usually that's what it is which but. is great which is not nothing wrong with that but let's not miss out no let's not miss out let's it's, not miss it's out. fucking fire it's so and fire. they give you a lot too. yeah 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 no that's so, so true so i'm so glad good. you've had it because most people haven't you know yeah and Abe was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going crab tonight. We're going crab. Hey, we're, we're going, crab. We're going ape shit we're crab tonight. Ape shit. Yeah, ape shit crab. Yes. But um, anyways, that was my two months, my love. Yeah. And we wanted to drop in and let y'all go tease. No, we didn't just Wait, but what have you been doing? You. Well, yeah. No, I know. Uh, <laughs> I know. Do not avoid. Okay. But what was, okay, I know that you missed me a lot. But I missed you a lot. Briefly, like, you know. Yeah. I um, I hung out with Yaya for a very long time. She Thank was our you. little, like, guard dog. So very grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, like, I went up to Berkeley, got to see the show, and then Abe came home, and we've just been, like, processing, I feel like, this time away. Right. And just on the real, real, like, marriage is hard, and marriage apart, and relationships apart, they're hard. So I think there's been a lot of things that we've just had to, like, leave room for each other and then also be like no i need this from you you know what i mean and so like you're sorting out everything where you're like like i talked about in my like solo episode it it's it was grieving a certain period of time but that grief isn't relegated to one period of time and that that grief comes in different waves you know and different realizations and i realized like some of the observations I had were pretty, uh, pretty astute in that I didn't know how they would actually fall, like the chips, how they'd fall. But I had this kind of impending understanding that something was changing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think like, you know, we're good. Things are, are better. Things are, you know, I feel like we're more aligned on a lot of things and I appreciate, but fuck man, I don't like distance. I'm yeah. over it. And I feel like I was I was kind of, it was kind of like a point of pride. Like we'll be fine. Like everything's going to be fine, but Mm -hmm. I'm at a point now where I'm like, 
I don't like it. We'll do it if we have to. But, um, you know, you build your life with somebody and it really sucks to have that be so uh, suspended. Um, yeah. I just feel like the, the word that I keep hearing regarding what both of us have been going through yeah. is growing pains. Growing pains. Yeah. <laughs> when do I stop growing? Growing pains. And I feel like... I'm also realizing the impact of isolation on my mental health. And Mm -hmm. I think like, you know, like growing up with immigrant parents, like we have this mentality of like, I can just be strong. Let me just be stronger. Um, But like literally being trapped at home for four months without my partner here and not living close to any friends. So if I'm kind of in a depressive place, um, it's really hard for me to get up, much less leave the house, you know? And then so having that really isolating time I felt that it was like atrophying my brain yeah and so as much as I can do to to offset that I I do think like Abe and I realize like we do want to move back to LA like within the next year so um LA is welcome is welcoming yes. you back with like thank you mama large meeting arms <laughs> right here my love thank you mama I think that's the question I keep asking you time and time and time again when when when, when, when? I should have moved into your building when they were giving like like totally, remember during oh the pandemic had they had those like I had a dream deals. that remember I had a dream oh, that yeah. like you actually moved to the penthouse the and you got floor. like yes you got like the nicest shit and you, you were like know? so happy for me oh but like God. so mad can you like please like move into my building can we yeah okay, of course let's do it. let's i think it'll it. be so good and also it's like you know energetically it's like our environment is what makes us that that's what i believe yeah you know? yeah 100 percent. I, I, there's some other stuff that i feel like i i'm happy to share at a later date but um mm. we've just been kind of going through some stuff you know and it's been difficult like not our relationship but just life we've been going through some life things and it's just been really exhausting and uh, and it sometimes feels like you can't get a win, you know, mm. but like at the end of the day, we're happy, we're healthy and we have each, we have each other, we have our friends, we have our community and like, that's what's getting us through, you know? And so I can honestly say we have missed you goatees <laughs> so, so much. much. Like literally I got off the plane and I like talked to Prisca and I was just like, when are we doing two horny goats yes. again? Because it's such a healing part of our lives, our lives you know it's like yeah. I, i'm i'm gonna be real y'all like yeah. life is hard life is so like hard. it's so difficult and like if it's not for the support that we have for each other yeah or like words of affirmation you know consistently like literally just before this like i think Prisca and I were just venting to each other, yes. you know, and, and, and it feels good. Like, look, people are just like, oh, I should be grateful. Yeah, we're grateful for we but are. it could also exist with our frustrations with what life brings to us. Yeah. And how sometimes we feel that we don't have the ability to handle it all at once. Right. And right? if you're feeling battered, we're there with you. We're there with and you. we're, you know, we're going to grind. We're going to grind it out. <laughs> But like, I think it's okay to sit for a sec and be like, "This sure. fucking sucks." Yeah, and that's okay. <laughs> that's like, okay. Like, like, look, there is such thing as toxic positivity, yeah. right? It's like not really acknowledging your emotions or the reality of what it is. But like, even I'm being aggressively neutral about yeah. how I feel. Right yes. Now. Yeah. No, aggressively neutral. <laughs> but you know, we wanna. We want to let y'all know that we're going to come back in mid-July. Yeah. With, uh, we've got a cool, like, lineup of topics. Really great slate of epis, y'all. Yeah. What are some, like, one that I'm excited about is I want to really, in the context of what our country is going through with the transphobic laws, homophobic laws, like, literally, 
um you know organizations in florida mm-hmm. declaring uh like a like a trap like don't travel to florida if you're trans or lgbtqia plus or black or latino because it's not safe here like literally like a state of emergency right given all that like we want to talk about how to tackle like casual homophobia that we might encounter in our lives within maybe private spaces within um you know groups of people that mean well uh and how we can tackle it and talk about it in a way that's like still compassionate but not a like not allowing that to just like continue uh unchecked yeah especially navigating these conversations where these people may have been in your lives for a while yes yeah you know or that you grew out of certain groups where you're still in these connected exactly or family uh-huh families yeah <laughs> yeah family's or, always one where you have even, to have those conversations exactly and or even a job situation you know I, and and that's tough because with hr and everything it's really complicated to have those conversations so we just want to broach that because it's something that i've seen in my life mm-hmm. and there i i started like picturing like my queer friends in that same room and even though it's like i know this person's well-meaning i know xyz but I'm not doing anything to stop it or like, you know, to to express my disallowance of that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and that's something I've had to wrestle with because I'm not full. I, I, I believe and want to be an ally. Right. But in that moment, I'm not being an active ally. Right. You know, I'm being so passive. So that's one of the topics like I just want to be completely honest about and like talk through i love that yes what's one you're excited about me um i'm excited about we're gonna be introducing a new series yeah because i feel like uh like two episodes where uh prisca gets to talk with abe yes. and then one where i get to talk with john and mostly ja, this ja, comes ja, ja, from ja, ja. like ja, ja, ja. well we haven't really had these like um intimate episodes with our partners on the podcast yet and yeah. um I think this really stems from my conversations. I've learned so much from him. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like he talks very, like in a group setting, he becomes very quiet because he's such a good listener. Yeah. But I've learned so much from him in terms of navigating healthy relationships. 100%. And and like how to support friends or family going through issues and that, all of it is a complex situation. Mm. So I just think that hearing from him, you know, in regards to many different types of biases regarding, yeah. especially men and women in the dating pool right now, right. like how they see it. Like it's good to come from a professional and that mm. he works, you know, as a sex therapist and relationship therapist every single day. So fascinating. <laughs> so fascinating. And he could probably bring up like, you know, what is the most um, common issue that couples have, yeah. you know, or like people in relationships have, whether it's like Paul, or you know monogamous relationships yeah. so i think it'll be good to bring him on and talk about that Ooh, and uh yeah i think it's it's mama. great it's i great. love it i love it okay well before we go today i want to read you a little note we got from a goatee okay a little note okay this is from miss jessica lynn she says dear prisca and roxy i am a taiwanese american female in my late 20s Ooh, okay cute Still got that collagen, girl. (laughs) And I feel rejuvenated with hope and relatability every time I listen to Two Horny Goats. Listening to your conversations has given me so much comfort, especially during what feels like a never-ending experience of personal loss and ambiguous grief. Oh, my God, girl. I'm so sorry. My experience listening to the podcast embodies so much more than what words can express. Um, The English language is painfully inadequate here, and I just want to send a note about how grateful I am to have the privilege 
uh, to listen to your stories. Thank you for sharing your lives with such clarity, raw emotion, and openness. Priska, your latest solo episode hit especially yes. hard on my heartstrings. You described something I've struggled with my whole life, navigating oh. the seesaw of experience, intense emotions, and setting personal boundaries around these emotions. Mm. Ooh, I didn't even know. That's what we were doing. That's amazing. <laughs> Especially as it pertains to an intimate and important relationship. It's a seesaw I have yet to accept in my own life. Same here. Thank you so much for all you do. I am in awe of you both. Oh my God, Jessica. Thank you so much for that sweet note. Isn't and that sweet? also thank you for being so vulnerable about it as yeah. well. Like um, that really means a lot to us. That was some straight up honesty. And we really appreciate that because there's like no point in doing what we do if we can't like connect with each other you know and it's just beautiful that we can go so deep in an email and like a quick note to each other you know so we love that and we appreciate you and we hope you're okay yeah we're here to hold you through the waves of this microphone yes and also to all of our goatees just know that Priska and I are holding you within the sound waves of this microphone right now as well and that we miss you all so 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 much. much well quick unsolicited pick What's what's a what's a quick unsolicited pick, Roxy? Like, let's just give it like a speed round one. Poor unfortunate souls in pain, in need. I gotta be honest. This last Little Mermaid yeah. is on fleek, on fire. Yeah, I mean, um, ha- Hallie, Hallie Berry, yeah. Bailey, <laughs> Hallie Bailey, right? Oh, is it Barry? No, Hallie... but that's Hallie Berry. Is another Hallie. <laughs> Bailey. Hallie Bailey. Bailey. Oh my God. It's just because my agent's name is also spelled the same name, but we call her Haley. So I get like so mixed up all the time. But um, I just fucking love this live adaptation. Yes. Live action adaptation. It's probably the best one. Oh, it's easily the best one. Yeah. It's easily the best one. And all the controversy around it is fucking stupid. You heard it here. We're going to shut it down right now. (laughs) Yeah. We are ahead of the curve by being Ariel. Yes. And I just showed, because I'm a huge Chloe X Halle fan. Yeah. And I showed Roxy their uh, NPR Tiny Desk concert at home. Yeah. Um, it, it, they're am- they're amazing. They're Over like the amazing. Like... Yeah, Beyonce protégés. They were discovered on YouTube. They've toured the world with her. They are the most talented young fucking artists on the planet. I'm just opinion. like, I would give anything to be that cool. Yes. yes. I mean, they're gorgeous. Do you gorgeous. think we could do that? <laughs> We can do anything we want. Prisca X Roxy. (laughs) Real talk. I believe we can do anything, but I don't think we could get on their level because literally when they sing like synchronized, they're vibrating at the same rate. It's crazy. Their vibrato is like matching. Oh, fine. Isn't that disgusting? Fine. We'll let them have their moment. I guess it's well deserved. Disgusts me. Like I'm disgusted. <laughs> what is your pick, pick, BB? So my pick is um. So I just watched today um the Good Nurse, which uh is a movie with Jessica Chastain and Eddie Redmayne, mm. who by the way has such a good American accent, like <laughs> blows my mind. Because you know I feel like a lot of like I don't know like UK Australian people I can hear like little things. The Good Nurse came out last year. It was at oh. TIFF. I don't know if it was. When you were it's at so TIFF. weird, like so many films are not getting marketed, or maybe I've just been under the rug. No, no, I don't no, no. Know. I it was just on Netflix, and I'd saved it to my list, oh, but I didn't see really anything about it other yeah. than like Jessica Chastain posting it. But it was just a great little like thriller based on real life. Wait, not what, even thriller, just kind of about? like so. It's about this 
there was a nurse in the 90s and early 2000s who would go to he he worked at different hospitals because they would kind of push him out when they realized what was happening he would inject insulin into saline bags and also this other drug called digoxin i know i'm not saying that right but like he would inject them into the saline bags for ivs Uh and then all of a sudden like people that were like on their way to recovery it was like a bomb dropping in the room they would um get this insulin spike and digoxin um (laughs) and they would die what and so um this is about a nurse who he worked with who finally kind of like got to the bottom of it Ooh, yeah but the thing is like it's eddie redmayne so it's like charm charm like so charming self-deprecating like you want that to be your worst work bestie like he's like a serial killer doctor yeah so apparently he admitted to finally 28 deaths but they believe that it's probably closer to 400 people he he was bounced from hospital to hospital and then because of like um you know whatever laws of of um client uh confidentiality the hospitals could not share that information with each other and also didn't want to admit to any wrongdoing. So they buried it. They buried it and buried it. So he went to like eight, nine different hospitals and killed like almost 400 people, give or take. And so now he's serving consecutive life sentences. So he's like, you know, been put away. But this little movie, it, it's just like, I mean, I think Jessica Chastain is so amazing. Like I, I Both of those actors do- are. Eddie is so hot. He is super hot. Like I forget how hot he is he's so hot he's really hot he's so hot both of them are really hot like mama empty chairs at empty tables like i just watched that again this morning like from les mis like yeah motherfucker like he i just remember him in the everything. danish girl oh yeah yeah <laughs> but he was probably the best thing about les mis let's be real i forgot John <laughs> <laughs> and you know that's gonna be on my list that sounds amazing because like i always love it when it's based off of like real Real people and like real and also the fact that you get these a-list actors to portray that yes icing on the cake yeah and it's it was great (laughs) i was great fun and then um a collective pick that roxy and i both have we went to dinner at this cute little place in los feliz mirate mirate is it pronounced that so it's accented on the eye. Yeah, mirate. Mirate. And mirate. it is incredible. Prisca and I were about to go to another place, yeah. which, we, uh, but then we were yes. just like, oh, wait, this place is closed and yeah. let's go here instead because yeah. she's had it on her list. Yes. And then once we went in there, it's like, oh my God, it's like <sighs> you literally get transported into this other universe. Yeah. Baja. Yeah. Glorified. Like, beautiful. Yeah. And um, we got, we sat at the bar mm-hmm. and this amazing bartender named Jeffrey took care of so us. So cute. The cutest so so sweet and um we told him about our podcast so hopefully jeffrey if you're listening we love you we love you we like opened up to each other about like being a christian growing up and then like him you know coming out of the closet and like you know all the things relationships with our mothers yes mothers was the the topic of the night but then we also had that uh what is it whole fried snapper oh my god oh my lord everything was delicious you know the best moment for me was um taking out the eyeball taking out that little hard center and then feeding that 
about you. That was the best moment of the night. Honestly, you know we're a good couple when (laughs) you have one person who doesn't know how to eat the bones (laughs) off a fish, and then you have the other one who's really able to eat all of the little bits and pieces. Sucked it dry, Like, sucked it dry, and then, like, feeds you all the good parts, like, the way that my mom used to do it. So it's like... This is reminiscent of my mama. We took a photo of, like, Prisca with the the fish bones that I could send to my mom, because at least there's someone that could get all the good parts Exactly. (laughs) And the cocktails were great, and oops, they made some that didn't go out to people, so they went to us, and they gave us some free shots, so we were litty lit lit oh, after yeah. that night. So yeah, it was so highly wonderful. recommend. It was so wonderful. And I had such a great time that such night. Such a great time. Yeah. It, like it really feels like the like lobby of a luxe hotel like mm-hmm. when you're sitting out at the bar and then um they have like an outdoor patio area so i feel like in the summer that's gonna be the move we're gonna make go sure back. make sure to make reservations oh yeah 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 because we sat at the bar because we didn't have rent. <laughs> yeah oops um but that's it for today like we're just doing a little catchy uppy and just to let you guys know that we're still around we're live yeah. <laughs> and we love you um and Please send us some voice notes about what y'all have been going through because if life is not easy for us, I can only assume. And uh, if you, uh, you know, want to drop us an email, you know where to send it. Exactly. Hello. 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 Hello at So until then, have a great horny weeks until we see you again. Stay horny. Keys with your vintage music Combing through satellites while cruising You're part of the past, but now you're the future Signals crossing can get confusing It's enough just to make you feel crazy, crazy, crazy Sometimes It's enough just to make you feel crazy You get ready, you get all dressed up To go nowhere in particular Back to work or the coffee shop Doesn't matter cause it's enough to be young in love to be young and in love look at you kids you know you're the coolest the world is yours and you can't refuse it seems so much you could get the blues but that don't mean that you should abuse it though it's enough just to make you go crazy 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 i know it's enough just to make you go crazy 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 but you get Back to work or the coffee shop It don't matter because it's enough to be young And in love 
Things to come, cause I'm young and in love.